All right, welcome back in uh, as we start the second half. If you are listening to us on WZOB, just want to let you know when you get home or if you're traveling and when you get home or get to a place or if you've got a friend that has a device, check out the Fort Payne, I mean the Fort Payne, the FPTV app because we are live on air so you can see the girls playing right now as Gaston City will be set to throw it in to start the second half. They're up by eight. So we'll see what Coach Sparks has for our has for the girls the second half. So Gaddis will take the ball, pass it over to left wing to Tinker. Tinker all the way over the right wing to Sheffield. Sheffield looking to drive, drives around right side, nothing there. Boatwright playing good defense. Back up to Tinker. Tinker trying to drive it down the middle right side. Tinker drives in and they call travel. I guess she took a few more steps when she picked the ball up for the layup. So Tinker turns it over for Gaston City. To start of the second half. So Fort Payne with the ball as Hass brings it across midcourt. Hass passes it left side to Gray. Gray looking for Boatwright to come up and take the ball. Gray stops real, hands it off to Boatwright. Boatwright back up to midcourt. Pass it over to Hass. Hass brings it around left side. Hass being pressured by Gaddis. Hass almost tripped over herself. Gaddis applying pressure and made her pick up a dribble. Hass able to get rid of it. Over to over to Aikens. So a little little extracurricular is going on. Uh, not sure. I'm not sure what the call was, but it's Fort Payne's ball. As Boatwright is set to throw it in. Boatwright throws it into Redden. Redden over to Hass. Hass for three on the left wing. No good off left side. Gaston City with the rebound. Sheffield brings it down the right side. Passed it to Curry, who wasn't quite expecting that ball. Curry back over to Tinker. Tinker in the middle. Tinker to Gaddis at three-point line. Gaddis looking to drive. Gaddis to Sharp. Sharp drives around, hands it off to Sheffield. Sheffield drives it down the lane. Sheffield layup no good. Gray with the rebound. And Gaddis is looking to put pressure on the backcourt. But she gets it over to Boatwright as Boatwright brings it across midcourt. Boatwright back to Haas. But right to Gray on the left wing, above the arc. She tries to bounce pass it over to Redden. And the referee's call, that was out on Fort Payne. Oh, now this ref, on, this ref has changed the call, which I believe is the correct call, because it looked like Gaston City knocked it out of bounds. So the ball does go to Fort Payne. As Hass looks to bring across the court, pass pressured by Gaddis. Hass kicks it into Gray. Gray has it underneath the goal. Gray backs it out and lays it up and in for two with the foul. Telling you, Gray is a force underneath the goal. Good pass in by Fort Payne. Give her the ball and let her go to work. So Gray will shoot one. And rolls out. No good. Fort Payne with the rebound. Over to Haas, Haas puts it in for the layup. So this free throw turns in two points for Fort Payne. So Fort Payne has closed in the league, closed in Gaston City's lead 30 to 26 with six minutes left. Gaddis, Gaddis for Gaston City hands off to Sheffield. Sheffield on the right wing. Sheffield dribbles over the free throw line. Sharp has it at the top of the arc, hands it off to Tinker. Tinker drives it in for the layup. Uh, Shoots to shoot the layup and is fouled. Missed the layup. She will shoot two, though. That was number 34, 
So Tinker will toe the line with five minutes and 45 seconds left. First one, no, off the back of the rim. She goes to shoot her second shot. And Tinker hits her second shot. So Gaston City, 31, Fort Payne, 26. As Hass has the ball, passes the right side to Boatwright. Boatwright to the middle to Gray. Gray has it between the rings. Gray left side to Hass. Hass brings it back to the right side. Hass looking to drive, nothing there. She's left side to boat right. Boat right being guarded by Gaddis. Right wing to Gray. Gray looking to drive. Gray driving it to the lane. It's hard to stop her. Oh, a little short on that one. Left a little short. Gassy with the rebound. Looked like a travel, but was not called. As Sharp brings it down the middle lane, and Sharp lays it up. And. It looks like Sharp gets called with the charge. So Fort Payne draws a charge. Did the basket count? So it looks like the basket did not count. So turnover by Gaston City. Good defense by Fort Payne taking the charge. So Fort Payne will be set to throw it in underneath Gaston City's goal. They are working right to left. With five, about five minutes left in the third quarter. Hass brings it around the right side. Hass backs it out to the arc. Pass it into Gray. Gray inside the lane. Blocked by Gaddis. Good play by Gaddis for Gadsden City. So Fort Payne ball underneath. Nope. Nope, uh, they're saying Gaston City ball underneath. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I think Gaddis was trying to get away with one there. She's going to hang out until they gave her the ball. Lady ref, ref, umpire, referee's got it right. Fort Payne set to throw it in. Pass working hard, and Boatwright would throw it in and blocked back out of bounds by Gaddis. Gaddis is above and beyond, you know, the star player for Gaston City, so she's doing, she's doing a workman's load down there. So Hass throws it into Gray. Gray hands it off to Hass. Hass trying to dribble down the middle, and Hass traveled. She didn't put the ball down fast enough. She walked. Took a few too many steps before she put the ball down. So Fort Payne with the turnover. Gaston City will throw it in from the far side across the court from us. Gaddis brings it across the middle. Gaddis to the right wing to Williams. Williams for three. Short. Hash with the rebound underneath. Hash pushing it down the right side. Hash bring it back to left. Hash at the three-point line. No, nothing there. Pass it over to Gray. Gray looking to drive it down the middle. Gray from the free throw line. Good. Wow. Rylan with the jump shot from the free throw line. Good. So Fort Payne girls within three. 31-28 with four minutes left in the third. Williams has it on the right wing. Williams looking to drive. Nothing there. Williams passes it to Tinker in the right corner. Tinker, free throw, right free throw line, short, bounces out. Gray with the rebound. Gray looks down court and stolen by Tinker. That was not a good pass by Gray, a little too late on that pass. So Tinker is driving it down the middle. Tinker in the lane, Gray with the block and the bump. So Brylon will be called for the foul. She bumped her before she blocked it. That's a foul every time. All right, so it'll be on the shot, so Tinker will be shooting two. 
Her first one's good. Uh, let's see, Sheffield comes out for Gasson City. Williams comes out for Gasson City, and in comes the Tinker's sister and Lindsay. So both the Tinkers are in. Let's see, Madison and Agenay. She misses the second free throw, and Redden gets the rebound for Fort Payne. Gray brings the cross midcourt, hands it off to Hass. Hass looking to drive down middle, nothing there. Gasson City playing good defense. And they get Gasson City with the foul. So Curry with the push on Hass. So Fort Payne will throw it in near us as Aikens looks to get it, get it in. Oh, that was, a, that was an all, awfully quick five-second call by the referee. I think that might have been a makeup call for that last one. We won't say it too loudly. So Fort Payne turns it over. Kansas City throws it in, and Tinkers bring it down midcourt. Got to keep going, guy on Gaddis. If Gaddis gets open for a three, she's hot from out there. Tinker hands it off to Sheffield. Sheffield, Sheffield over to Madison Tinker. Tinker to Gaddis, left wing for the three. Good. She is a, Gaddis is a one-person wrecking machine for Gaston City. They go back up by seven, 35-28. Pass right side to Aikens. Aikens looking to drive. Aikens inside, blocked by Gaston City. Tinker with the rebound. Tinker's looking to push. Tinker brings it back to the top of the arc, shoots three. No good, and we fouled on the three-pointer. That is a basketball no-no. So she will be shooting three free throws. That's the one rule in basketball, you do not foul a three-point shot. Tinker lines up to shoot her first. That's good. The Fort Payne girls were getting close, but the last couple of trips down, they haven't been able to produce anything. Gaston City's got some real good shots at the goal. So they've been able to extend their lead now. Her second shot is off the back of the rim. So she'll be set to shoot her third. So Hickman's in for Boatwright for Fort Payne. And Tinker's third is in. So she gets two out of three and extends the Gaston right, City lead, right. well, lead back up to nine. So it's 37-28 Gaston City with three minutes, a little over three minutes left in the quarter. Hass brings it down, gets instructions from Sparks, Coach Sparks. Passes the right side to, to Hickman. Hickman is fouled now by Gaddis. So that is Gaddis' third foul team's fourth foul. So Aikens will not, let's see, Hass will come over to the near side to throw it in. Hass throws it up top to Gray. Gray gets it inside the lane. Hard to stop and Gray's in with the layup and foul. But once she gets the ball inside the lane, it is tough to stop Brylin Gray in the middle. That would be, that's a great go-to for Fort Payne. She'll get to shoot an extra. And Gray misses it off the right side. Gaston City lets it go out of bounds, so Gaston City will get the ball. Lead by seven, 37-30, with 
A little under three minutes left in the third quarter. See, Tinker brings it now across midcourt. Over to Lindsay. Lindsay over to Gaddis. Gaddis at the free throw line. Gaddis left side of the Tinker. Tinker drives to the basket. Misses the layup. Fort Payne tries to get the rebound. Doesn't get, doesn't get it, but it goes out of bounds. Referee says on Gadsden City. So Fort Payne will bring the ball in. This Haas will give it to Gray, and Gray will start the playoff. So Gray being guarded by Lindsay. Gray with the spin move drives, no, not Lindsay, but Tinker. Takes Tinker to the hole, or Curry to the hole, and misses. So Gaddis there with the rebound. Gaddis has the right wing. Gaddis for three. Good. One man wrecking machine. You got to shut down Gaddis. 40 to 30, Gaston City. As Hass tries to drive it to lane, Hass gets around, gets around the defender, puts it up, no good. And Gaddis brings it across midcourt as their coach tells them to slow it down. With a minute 50 left in the third, they're up by 10. So it looks like now we're going to run the clock. Tinker with the ball at the top, passes to the right side to Raglan. Raglan back out to Tinker. Tinker Gaddis, Gaddis for another three. Nothing but air on that one. So she was hot, but that wasn't her place. She missed the everything on that shot. One of her few misses from three-point land. Fort Payne will be bringing it in. And Gas, see, Gas City making wholesale changes as Gaddis comes out with a minute 28 left. Tinker comes in. Brooks comes in. Williams comes in. And, and the other, let's say, and Sheffield are in for Gaston City as Haas brings it across midcourt. Sheffield picks her up. Haas takes it to the hole and lays it up on the right side. Drive and shoot by Haas as she gets two. 40 to 32, Gaston City. Sheffield takes the ball on the right wing. Sheffield for three. Short. Rebound. Redden. Redden passes it out to Haas. Haas being pressured by Raglan. Pass trying to spin and drive, and she is finally, looks like, fouled by, by Brooks. So that's, that's the sixth team foul for Gaston City. Next one will be, next next foul, Gaston City, I mean, Fort Payne will be in the bonus. This Hass looking to throw it in, Hass gets it in the gray. Gray wasn't ready for it, but she turns and looks, and it, wow. A little bit of touch there. Nice touch by Brylin as it goes over the rim. 40-34, Gaston City. Sheffield has the ball, right wing, tries to pass it. Hass with the block, Hass brings it down left side. No numbers there, and Gaston City with the steal, and Hass commits the foul. And Hass commits her. That's our third personal, fourth team foul on Fort Payne. 34 seconds left. Castle City set to throw it in underneath Fort Payne's goal. They're moving left to right. Gray comes out of the game. Hickman's in, Haas, Redden, Boatwright, and Aikens for Fort Payne. Tinker, left wing, tries to pass it in the middle. Redden steals the ball for Fort Payne. Haas. Kicks it over to Boatwright. Boatwright has the ball between the hands and off to Hass between the rings. 
Hash tries to go inside to Akins. That was not a smart pass there. And the 12 with the steal for Fort for Gasset. She drives it all the way to the hole and lays it in with four seconds left. Hash tries to throw it far court. Off Gasset City. So at the end of three, Gasset City leads 42-34. We'll go to a 90-second break. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. All right, welcome back in as we start the fourth quarter of play. Gaston City's got the ball right now as they drive it to the right side. Pass it over to Tinker for three. Tinker, good from three-point land. So Tinker gets her three-pointer. That now puts them up by 11, 45-34. Fort Payne with the ball. Hickman passes it over to Gray. Gray has it, hands it off to Hass in between the rings. Hass looked to throw it in the Gray, but... 20, Sharp for Gatsby City was there to steal. Tinker drives it down the right side. Tinker had it knocked out of her hands by Hass. Lindsay back over to Tinker. Tinker in the middle to Sharp. Sharp back up against Gray. Sharp banks it a little too hard. Sharp working harder than eighth. And we have a tie-up with Akins and Sharp. And it'll be Fort Payne ball. So Fort Payne will be set to throw it in. Turnover, it's not a turnover. It's a turnover by Gaston City. So Hass brings it across midcourt. Moves it toward the middle of the field, middle of the court. And she passes it to the right side to Hickman. Hickman back to Gray in the middle. Try to get the city with almost the steal. Hass has the ball close to midcourt. Left wing over to Hakins. Trying to get it into Gray. And that was a little too hard, a little too high. They're working hard to get it into Brylin. But Gas City's doubled down on her, so. Somebody's going to help. Somebody else is going to have to work to get open for Fort Payne. As it's 45-34, Gaston City as Gaddis is back in. She passes over to Lindsay. Lindsay to the right side to Tinker. Tinker hit a three a moment ago. Drives in the lane left side. She loses the ball to Gray. Gray's driving down the right side of the lane. Gray stops and pops. Gray pulls it up short. No good. Gaston City at the rebound. Oh, and Sharp falls down hard. 
Referee blows his whistle, see if she's injured. I think he's a little more frustrated with everything than an injury. Well, it could be an elbow, though. She's holding her elbow. Coach is asking her if she wants to come out. She does not want to come out. Referees are discussing what's going on. There was not a foul called. Let's see what, uh, what the referees are discussing. It's 36 minutes and 20 seconds left, 45-34. Kansas City up by 11. And there was not a foul called, so let's see what they're going to do. They're going to call. They're now going to call a technical foul on Gaston City. They're saying she tried to kick the Fort Payne player. So it looks like uh, Brylon Gray will come to the line to shoot the technical shots. With the clock stopped, it's only good for Fort Payne, and her first one is good. Second technical shot up off the front end, so she missed that one. So she gets one out of two for the technical shots, and Fort Payne will be set to get the ball after the technical foul. Uh, Aikens goes out as Redden comes back in. So we got Hickman, Gray, Redden, pass, and Boatwright in for Fort Payne. Kansas City's now going to a zone. So Hass passes it to the middle to Redden. Redden back to Hass. Redden wasn't looking for that one. She kind of got surprised by that pass. Hass looking to move, move around the boat right, boat right to the left wing to, Ake, to Hickman. Hickman nothing there. Looking to go inside a little too far out for a three. Could shoot that one. Boat right in the middle. Boat right into Gray in the middle. Gray turns and shoots for free throw and misses. Or blocked. Redden gets a rebound. Or gets control of the pass, the block pass. And she gets her own rebound and puts it back in. So Redden gets two. So Curry brings the ball for the free throw lines. Has off to Tinker for three. Tinker good for three. So Tinker's got her two threes this half. So Gaston City back up by 11. So with all that good we did, Gaston City pulled their lead back to 11 with five minutes left in the fourth. Pass has the ball in the middle, looking how to attack the zone. Pass to the right side of the boat right. They're looking for Redmond. I guess they're waiting on Redmond and Gray to move. Oh, and Hickman throws it away. Gaddis steals it for Gaston City. She throws it into Lindsay. Lindsay gets blocked. But back over Lindsay, moved back around the right side, and they find her open. She puts it up. So Gaston City taking advantage of Fort Payne's mistakes. Increase her lead by 13. Biggest lead of the game with four minutes and 45 seconds left. Now take care of the ball, ladies. Boatwright with the ball on the left wing. Boatwright looking to get it into Gray. Hickman has the ball between the keys of the Hass gets in the Gray. The free throw line, Redden takes the pass from Gray, loses it, gets it back. Gray spins in the lane, shoots no good. Hass comes in for the rebound. Hass in the lane. Hass with a right-handed hook and in. So Hass knocks it in. Coach Sparks takes a takes a timeout. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill Antiquity. 
open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturdays. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage, 1889 Cafe. All right, welcome back in. It's four minutes, 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Gaston City's up by 11, 50 to 39. This will bring us, see, Gaddis will bring it across midcourt for, for Gaston City. Gaston hands it off to Tinker. Tinker passes into Williams. Williams blocked by Gray. Gray gets it to Hass and Gaddis steals it from Hass. Hass didn't know she was there and she got the steal. So Williams has the ball on the right wing. And it looks like Gaston City called timeout, so we'll take a 30-second timeout here. You're watching and listening to Fort Payne Wildcat Basketball. Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from, cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. We want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35. We're here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great finance. And so y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844. All right, welcome back in. As we're at a timeout here by Gasson City with just under four minutes left. They're up by 11. And while we're at timeout, while we're at this break, if you have anything break like music or jewelry, won't you visit Patterson's Music and Jewelry? Uh, they have sound equipment accessories, 50% jewelry all the time. They are located in historic downtown Fort Payne, and you're getting all this live on Fort Payne TV and listening to it on WJWZOB. I said WJ. I don't know where WJ came from. WZOB. <laughs> WJO is a job. All right, Gaston City set to throw it in. Fort Payne needs some needs some stoppage, turnovers, or something to make it happen. With the three minutes, a little, over, a little under four minutes left. Gaston with the ball. Gaddis with the ball. She kicks it over to the right side to Madison Tinker. Tinker to the right corner to the other Tinker. Tinker back to Gaddis on the left side. Gaddis near midcourt. Gaddis dribbles to the right side, hands it off to Tinker. Back in the middle to Sharp. Now they're just playing keep away, looks like, running the clock. So Tinker back to Gaddis. Gaddis back over the left side to Tinker. Tinker back to the right side of Gaddis. Tipped up by Redden. Didn't get the steal, but Gaddis got it back. Back down the right corner of Tinker to Sharp in the middle. They're just playing keep away, running the clock. This is killing Fort Payne. Something's going to have to happen. Madison and Tinker. Gaddis and Tinker just going back and forth. Gaddis right wing to Tinker. Tinker drives up to midcourt to Gaddis. Pass over Gaddis. Back to Tinker. Tinker on the right side. Tinker drives it on the left side into the corner to Williams. Williams brings the right side to Tinker. Tinker dribbles it back around to Tinker, the other Tinker. Curry dribbles the ball. They're just playing dribble around pass. Nothing's happening. Two minutes and 44 seconds left. Still down by 11. Time is flying. They're just dribbling around and passing the ball. Finally a foul by Boatwright. As Curry was dribbling back around right side, that was a lot of time to pass. Let's see, that was, that was a good two minutes of delay. In high school ball, you don't have a shot clock. So you can do that still to run the clock off, just play keep away for the most part. 
So Gaston City is not in the bonus, so Fort Payne does not get any free throws here, so they're going to have to work to get the ball. If Gaddis is set to throw it in, she throws it behind midcourt to Tinker. Tinker brings it across midcourt. Fort Payne's picked up man-to-man. -man. Tinker hands it off to and gets it back. She passes to Gaddis in the middle. Gaddis guarded by Haas. Gaddis just spins and drives around, hands it off to Tinker. Tinker spins, drives around. We're just playing handoff with the ball. Nothing, no fouling, nothing's going on. Gaston is just controlling the ball, controlling the clock. They're just playing run the ball out. We used to call this the weave when I was in high school, just passing it and running it, passing it and running it. Fort Payne is, looks like content on just playing defense and not trying to get steals, and they can't get the steal. So, Gaddis has the ball midcourt. She dribbled around the right side. She passes in the corner. Back to Tinker. Tinker back to Gaddis. They're just dribbling and passing, dribbling and passing. There's no, Fort Payne's not fouling. Not sure what's going on here. Tinker hands it off to Tinker. Tinker back to Gaddis. Gaddis dribbled around the left side. Fort Payne looks like content with just playing defense. Back to Tinker on the right wing. Tinker dribbled to lane. Tinker over to Gaddis on the left side. Gaddis guarded by Hass closely. And finally, uh, Gaston City tells a timeout with a minute 25 seconds left. That's a 30. So we're back with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. All right, welcome back to Wildcat Gymnasium here in Fort Payne, Alabama, as the girl Lady Wildcats are taking on the Lady Titans of Gadsden City. And it has gotten down to a minute 25 left in the fourth period. Gadsden City has an 11-point lead. So let's see what Coach Sparks has drawn up to try to get to try to get into that lead. And Coach Sparks is going to call a timeout. So let's see if it's going to be a 30 or a 40. This is a full timeout, so we're going to take a 60-second. You're listening to Fort Payne Wildcat Basketball. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Here at Donahue Chevrolet, we have all the cars you need. Our local staff is always here to assist your needs. Our 2021 vehicles are in stock and we have options for the whole family. We are located at 1000 Green Hill Boulevard Northwest in Fort Payne. Donahue Chevrolet is a proud supporter of the Fort Payne Wildcats. All right, welcome back in. Let's see what Coach Sparks has for the girls trying to cut in the lead. Looks like they're trying to double-team the ball and get a steal. Hass does knock it out of, out of Gassacy's hand, but they get Hass with the foul. Yes. 
That is now the 16th foul. So, for, so Gaston City does not shoot one and one, so they will get the ball here on the side closest to us. As Fort Payne looks like set up to press. As Tinker brings across midcourt, passes it to Tinker. Tinker in the corner to Curry. Curry over to Tinker. Tinker, Akins goes for the steal, but it's fouled. So Akins fouls for Fort Payne. So this will now put Gaston City in the bonus, and they will start to shoot one and ones here with a minute left as, they, as Gaston City leads by 11. Tinker shoots a one and one. It rattles out, rattles out. Fort Payne gets the ball. They got to score quickly as Hass brings it down right side. Hass looking to drive it all the way and not there. Looked over to Gray. Gray over to Boatwright for three in the left corner. And it is good. All right, you got to get on. 50 seconds left. Down by eight. 47 seconds. And Coach, Tink, Coach Sparks has them pressing, and Akins does foul. So Akins fouls with 45 seconds left and sends Tinker to the line. Tinker will be shooting a one and one. Tinker shoots and it rattles in. We're hoping for a miss there. She rattled that one in, so let's hope she misses this one. Fort Payne's down by nine. 45 seconds left in the game. Tinker up. And good. So she hits both. So it's a 10-point lead. With 45 seconds left, and Hass brings it across the right midcourt, right side. Passes it back to Gray. Gray has it in the middle. Gray to right side to Hass. Hass for three on the right wing. Calls bank. Does not go in. Bounces out. Gaston City with the rebound. Gray presses down extended court and fouls Tinker. Madison Tinker. So Madison Tinker. So this is still a one and one. So Madison Tinker up to the line for a one and one. And off the back of the iron, no good. Hass gets the rebound. Hass pushes it, brings it back to the middle, drives it down the lane, right side. Hass for the layup and rolls out. And Sharp with the rebound for Gaston City as Tinker has the ball driven down court, right side lane, layup, good. So Gaston City scores with 14 Tinker. seconds left. Up by 12, Hash pushes it right side. Hash brings it to the lane for a layup, no good. Off left side, Sharp with the rebound. Kicks it out to Gaddis. Gaddis brings it across the midcourt. Gaddis sits on it, runs the clock out. Shoots a long three, no good. So, Fort Payne Wildcat girls fall tonight to Gaston City Titan ladies, 54 to 42. We'll take a two minute break. And bring you back here. You're listening to Fort Payne Wildcat Basketball. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill Antiquity. 
open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturdays. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage, 1889 Cafe. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. But we want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35. We're here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great financing. So y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. Alright, but welcome back in to Fort Payne Wildcat Gymnasium as the Fort Payne Wildcats girls just fell short tonight to the Gaston City Titan ladies. Um, they fought hard, had some good moments, uh, kind of got away from them. It looked like Gaston City was pressing hard the second half. They were able to get some clutch threes. And of course they had one, uh, one of their players, Gaddis, really was the one man wrecking, one lady wrecking machine tonight. Uh, she had a whole bunch of threes. I, I'm sitting here looking at the stats. My statistician has left me, by the way, so I'm here by myself. <laughs> so my statistician has left. But looking at the stats, uh, second half, uh, in the first half, Gaston City shot 50% and Fort Payne shot 30 cents, 36%. But looking at the second half, uh, Fort Payne ladies shot 56%. Now, you would think with that, it would have got them back in the game or at least made the game closer, but um, they shot 56%. Gaston City only shot 39%, but it wasn't enough to get them back in the lead. For the game, uh, Fort Payne ended up shooting better than Gaston City. Fort Payne shot 46% and Gaston City 43%. So sometimes the numbers show things different. Uh, that may be good for your team, but if they don't have the, you don't have the winning score on the scoreboard, that's why all that matters is the end of the score. So we're getting set for the tip-off between the Varsity Boys, Titans, and the Gaston City Titans and the Fort Payne Wildcats. And while we get ready, because we're going, we have a long roster. I wish I had a starting lineup for Gaston City, but I've got a, I've got a roster that's like the size of a football team for Gaston City. So we'll see if we can work on a starting lineup. That way we don't have to say so many names for, for uh, Gaston City. But when we come back, we'll take a two-minute break. We'll take a two-minute break, and then we'll come back. We'll, we'll come back. Uh, maybe we'll have a lineup. If not, we'll just we'll, throw, we'll see what we can do. But you are listening to Fort Payne Wildcat Basketball. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking 
Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill and Open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage 1889 Cafe. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. But we want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35. We're here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great financing. So y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844. All right, we are here live at Fort Payne Wildcat Gymnasium. I'm assuming it's Fort Payne Wildcat Gymnasium. I don't know another name for it. Is it Fort Payne Wildcat Gymnasium? Do you know if it's the Fort? This is called the Fort Payne Wildcat Gymnasium, or is there another name for it? Okay, we're just we're just going. I'm trying. We're just going to try. We're going to call it that. Some gymnasiums are named for somebody, but we're just going to call it that. So we'll find out if it's named after someone. Apologize if it is. All right, as we get ready for the boys, we got four minutes left. We're getting the getting the starting lineups ready. Ooh, that's really good. All right, because because Gadsden City has brought a football team to play basketball. When I mean by football team, I'm talking about the number of players that they have. So I do. We do have a looks like a a smaller list. So we'll go over those in just a minute as we get ready. Um, talk about Fort Payne and Gadsden City. I've already met one time this season. The boys, I know. Uh, I think it was their first first or second game of the season. And uh, that, if I remember the results, Gaston City won that game 90-72. to 72. So it was a high-scoring game, and Gaston City won by 18. So uh, if that's the same if it's the same score I'm thinking of. So hopefully Fort Payne tonight can uh, can get can keep it close, hopefully pull out a win. Uh, understand by with Coach Banks for Fort Payne that Gaston City is one of the more talented teams in the area. So hopefully Fort Payne can – can stay with them and get a win. I'm always hoping uh, Coach Banks has a great plan. Uh, so we'll see. We've got two minutes and 45 seconds left. We'll go ahead and take a one-minute break, and then we'll come back with some starting lineups and some, uh, some, some more notes as we get ready to, as you were watching, Fort Payne Wildcat Basketball. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. 
Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. All right, welcome back in. We got a minute left here in warm-ups as Gaston City looks to take on Fort Payne. Uh, men's varsity basketball. Ladies fell short this evening. Uh, well, the other game that was here earlier, which we don't cover, but the lady, the junior varsity ladies pulled off that win. I was, I was here for that game. They did a great job, and they pulled off the win earlier, but our varsity girls did not. So hopefully we can get a win. Hopefully the varsity boys can, can end this night on with a win against Gaston, a very talented Gaston City team. All right. As we get ready, let's see. Fort Payne starting lineup. This could change in the moment's notice. You never know. You never know. But the Fort Payne lineup I have to start the game will be uh, number zero, Shaq Hawkins, a 6'1 junior guard. Uh, number three, Malik Turner, 6'2 junior guard. Number 10, Luke Stevens, 6'1 sophomore guard. Number 14, Ethan Evett, 5'9 junior guard. And number 24, Eli Kirby, a 6'4 junior forward. That'll be uh, your probable starting lineup for Fort Payne. And as I said earlier, as we were tracking down a starting lineup for Gaza City, they, they bring a football team's worth of people here. So they have a huge team, so we just want to try to narrow down the roster to find out who is playing. So what we have for Gaza City, we have number zero, Shamar Huff. Number two, Malik Kidd. Number 12, Micah Merriman. Number 15, James McFadden. And number 22, Austin Rigby for Gaston City. And we are about to do formal introductions. So we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and take a 30-second timeout. And be right back with the tip-off. You're watching and listening to Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. who is a, one of the varsity girl players. Kate Geis, impressive with the freshman. Sophomores, Emma Campbell Crawford, Keenley Smith, and Sophia Tremble. Juniors, Kaylee George, Ellie Goggins, Tallulah Bell Scott, Lizzie Kate Wilson, and seniors, Ella Fowler, Haley Hilliard, and Melina Lennon Epson, Lily Martin, and Meg Martin. So big shout out to the cheerleaders. Uh, not, only, not only are you are listening to WZOB, 
you're listening to me, ZB, you're hearing us on the radio, but tonight we have Fort Payne TV in the house with us, so we are looking at it live. So if you don't have that app, look for the Fort Payne TV app so you can see this live as we're seeing it, not only listen to me, but seeing it. So now you've got no excuse to miss any part of the game. If you step out for if you step out of the house for something, you put us on the radio. If you step back in the house, you can watch our around device, you can watch the game. So tonight we are covered in all areas. So Gaston City is wearing, looks like maroon, with a black, white, and maroon striped trim. Fort Payne is in their home whites with the Vegas gold and black trim. As Kirby has set the jump for Fort Payne, Kirby wins the jump, and Hawkins controls for Fort Payne as Turner brings down. He passes over to Cash. Cash loses the ball, still by Gaston City. And Malik Kidd brings it down the right side, misses the layup. Controlled by McFadden for Gaston City. Passes it out to the left wing to Shamar Huff for the three. Huff hits it. So Gaston City starts off the three as they pick up a full court press. Turner passes across court to Cash. It was a. Hawkins has it in the left corner for Fort Payne. The pass into Kirby in the lane. Kirby has it in the lane. Kirby being pressed and puts it up and in. So Kirby. So it's 3 2. Gaston City passing down court quickly to Merriman. Merriman shoots for three. No good. Kirby with the rebound for Fort Payne. Kirby out to Turner. Turner on the right side, midcourt. Passes down to Cash in her left corner. Cash passing to Hawkins in the left wing. Back to Turner. Two into it. Fort Payne gets it into Kirby for two, and Kirby hits it. So Fort Payne up by one, four to three. Gaston City brings it down. Kid pops it out to the left, right corner for a three. No good. Rattles out. Turner brings it down. Right side. Turner passes across court to Hawkins. Hawkins for three in the left corner. No good. Off the left, right side of the rim. Merriman controls it for Gaston City. Is he on the left side? Merriman looking to drive, nothing there. Passes back out to McFadden. McFadden. Or to Kid. Kid drives around the free throw line. Back out to Merriman. Merriman for three at the top. No good. Rigsby with the rebound and looks like fouled. Are they going to give him two? Are they going to give him on the shot? Let's see. Rigsby's fouled by. Out by Kirby. So it was on the shot. So Rigby will get to shoot free throws for Gasson City. So Rigsby for one, and it is short off the front of the rim. So Kirby's going to come out with one foul. In comes Eli Frazier. Oh, excuse me, Prater, not Frazier. Where's Prater? Oh, there he is. My list of, my list of names didn't have him on there. I didn't scroll up fast enough, so Prater is in. Sorry, not Frazier, but Prater is in for Fort Payne. Rigsby for the second shot and makes it. So now we're tied up with six minutes left, four to four. Prater will throw the ball in underneath. Kansas City's picking up full court man-to-man -man pressure, looking to trap off that throw in. Prater gets in the cash, cash in the middle too. Gaston City with the shot, no good. Prater with the rebound. 
Kansas City with the steal. They got so many players in, you got to keep up with their numbers. Cash for Gaston City with the steal. No, Cash. Harper. <laughs> they got a lot of names. We're trying to figure out all the all the players. Ledford in the right corner for three. Way overshot that one. Gaston City with the rebound. It's Cash. It was Harper for Gaston City. Brings it down court. Out of control. And Prater. Prater draws the charge, so turnover. Just making some adjustments on our screen here. We got uh, Ledford with a different number. All right, Cash has in the middle. Cash shot in the middle. Ledford stolen by Kansas City, and Dylan Harper gets the steal with a double spin move. Not Dylan Harper. Let's say that was. Uh, This is fun. Where's my big list of players? There we go. That was Daniels. Daniels with the steal for Gaston City. Double spin move. Was able to put it in, but he missed his extra extra shot. So Fort Payne got the rebound. Now Kirby will be throwing it in for Fort Payne. Harcrow is in for it. Harcrow goes deep. They pass it into Ledford. Ledford tries to dribble through the middle and knock it out of his hands. Gaston City with the steal. Number 24 for Gaston City dribbles and runs around Kirby and lays it in. Cash dribbles it down the right side. Cash comes in close. Cash with the easy layup. Four pounds. Pulls it within two, eight to six. Gaston City pushes the ball down court, left side. Number one, Harris takes it to the hole, scores for Gaston City. Ledford gets the ball, has the ball in midcourt, looks to hand it off Turner. Turner brings it down the right side. Turner brings it in the lane. Turner kicks it out left side. To Harcrow. Harcrow with the three, good. Number four for Gaston City brings it down the middle. They try to shoot the layup in the lane, blocked out of bounds by Turner. Gaston City making wholesale changes. Yeah, they got so many people trying to keep up with this. Woo. So you'll just hear me call Gaston City a lot because I have to go find their names on their football size roster. So number two from Gaston City on the left wing takes it down the middle lane, kicks it out to number 15 in the right corner for three, no good. Tipped out, Gaston City controls. Number two from Gaston City passes it to 5-5 with the drive. Lays it in, and Kirby draws the charge. So let's see who that was. I got to round out my numbers here. That was Johnson for Gaston City. Well out of control. Kirby with the – Kirby draws the charge. So turnover for Gaston City. 10-9. Gaston City leads. Kirby throws it into Ledford. Ledford looking back at Kirby. Kirby brings down the right side. Not sure you want Kirby bringing the ball down. Kirby gets it off to Turner. Turner crosses midcourt. Turner all the way down the lane. Turner with the easy jumper. No good. Gets it on rebound. A little soft, but he does draw the foul. So Turner brought it all the way down. A little soft jumper. Missed it. Guys on rebound was fouled on the putback. We'll go to shoot two. So let's look. 
look and see who we got for Gadsden. Well, I've got multiple numbers with multiple names. So like I said, you're probably going to hear a lot of just Gadsden City number this, Gadsden City number that, because I've got, if you guys could see the roster right now, you'd be like, oh my goodness. And I've got players that have number two, three or four players that have number two. So I'm not sure who's what. But I know who Fort Payne is. And Turner hits his first one. Turner hits his second one. So Fort Payne comes, goes ahead. So Turner will go out now. And that'll bring in Jake Barnes. So Jake Barnes in for Turner as Fort Payne presses full court. Gaston City pushes it down midcourt. Bass over the left corner. Number 14, Gaston shoots the three. Air ball. And who was that for Fort Payne? That was, we'll see. I think that is Harcrow. All right, Fort Payne brings down the left side. It's Barnes. Barnes has the ball. Barnes will cross court. To number five for Fort Payne. I don't have a name for number five. I don't know if he's got another jersey. I don't have don't have him listed. But Gaston City with the steal. Gaston City with the layup. No good. Gaston City tries to slave it in. They do. They go back to the middle of the court into the right corner for three. Good. Nothing but net for Gaston City. Worked around, the, worked around the arc and finally got the three they wanted. So they go back up 13 to 11 with three minutes left in the first. Fort Payne looks to throw. Fort Payne throws it away. Gaston City with the steal. Left corner for three. Oh, good. As Barnes gets the rebound, Barnes pushes to the left side. Barnes all by himself, numbers aren't there, tries to take it to the hole, no good. Lefford tried to rebound, Barnes came in from out of bounds, you can't do that. Out of bounds. So they got the city ball. So Evett is in now with Ledford coming out. Turner back in. Let's see, see I don't have number five on our other roster either, so. I'm almost, it looks like Harcrow, but number five is in for Fort Payne. Don't have a name for him. As Gaston City has the ball, drives to the middle. Back out to the left wing for three. No good. Turner with the rebound. Hawk by Gaston City, but he breathes across midcourt. Turner by himself. Turner with the Euro step layup. Good. I think he wanted to slam it, but he ended up doing a Euro step. So Gaston City pushing it back down. Gaston City with the ball on the right wing. Kicks it over to. Merriman in the left wing. Merriman back to Huff in the middle. I got some names for these guys. Kidd has the ball currently. Kidd brings it around right side, left corner to McFadden wide open, and he drains it. You can just about count that when the guy's left open. He's going to drain it. Kirby in the, tur in the Turner as, as Gaston City presses full court. So you can see how they can score quickly with the pressing. Turner got stopped. Turner across court to the right side to Harcrow. Oh, Harcrow is not number five. So let's see. Yeah. Fort Payne turns it over uh, with the walk. So Hawkins comes in for Harcrow. So Fort Payne, we've got Evett, Hawkins, Cash, Turner, and Kirby. As Prater is set to come in. Fort Payne, look, Fort Payne trapping, trapping. Oh, they left 15 wide open, 15, kicks out 23 on the right side for a three, good. So 23 from Gadsden City wide open, nails the three. 
as Turner will now bring the cross with a minute left in the first. 19 to 13, Gaston City. Hawkins, no Turner, I'll say it. No, Hawkins for three, missed it. Kirby with the rebound, Kirby with the putback, no good. Gaston City with the rebound and a foul on, on Hawkins. Hawkins a little frustrated on that one, so he fouls. So 58 seconds left. Kansas City leads by six, 19 to 13. Three team fouls on Fort Payne. Five on Gaston City. So McKid trapped in the backcourt, kicks it up to McFadden. McFadden left side to number 23, number three wide open for a three-pointer, good. Can't leave the guys wide open. He buries it up by nine, 44 seconds left, 22-13, Gaston City. Turner looking to drive, and they're going to call hands. They're going to give the hands on Gaston City. A little too, a little too friendly there for number 32. That's fouls. 16 fouls on Gaston City. Next one puts Fort Payne in the bonus. Prater, who's in, gets the ball in. Cash throws it into Turner. Turner's foul, so guess what? That is number seven. That is bonus time, and Turner will go to the line to shoot a one and one. That is on number 15, James McBadden, So Turner's going to go to the line to shoot a one Turner, and one. one plus the Prater, Prater and Hawkins are down low as Cash and Evett head backcourt to prevent the snowbird with 32 seconds left in the first. Turner hits his first, so he gets the bonus. Prater, Prater goes back. Prater ran out that time. Prater goes back down low. Barnes set to check in for Fort Payne. Turner, no good. That ball rolls out. Oh, Gaston City. At the rebound, but number two, Kid fell, slipped on probably a wet spot, but then his toe went out of bounds. So, Kansas City turns it over underneath Fort Payne's goal. Fort Payne's gets throws it in. So Evett set to throw it in Fort Payne. Hawkins down low, kicks over Turner. Turner brings it in the lane, knocked out of his hands by Kansas City. Number three for Kansas City brings it down left side, kicks it over to Kid in the corner. Kid back to number three. We got number three. That'll be Underwood for Gaston City. So Kid takes the ball near midcourt. Pass it over to Merriman. Merriman back to Kid on the right side. Nine seconds left. Mer Kid drives, kicks it over to kicks in the left corner to 32, but Prater sets up for the charge and Gaston City turns it over. So they got six seconds left in the first. 22 to 14. Gaston City's gonna pick up full court as Harcrow looks to come in. So Prater throws it down court to Hawkins. Hawkins, oh, couldn't handle it. Knocks it off. Number two for Gas City gets it back to Merriman. Merriman drives it down the right side and is fouled with .3 seconds left on Turner. That is not a good foul. Time's running out. Good foul, put the guy on line. So .3 seconds left, 22-14. Merriman knocks it off the back with iron, no good. 
So Merriman set to shoot his set to shoot his second with .3 seconds left. Good. So he hits that one. So Gaston City goes up by nine. Into the first. We'll take a we'll take a 90 second. You listen to Wildcat Bas Wildcat basketball. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill Antique. Open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage 1889 Cafe. All right, welcome in as so we start the second quarter. Gadsden City threw the ball in, but now it looks like they've called a timeout. What's going on here? So Gadsden City has called a timeout. Let's see what's going on. Or is it a technical? No, it's a technical. I'm not sure what happened. Oh, that's what happened. So Gaston City had too many men on the floor and got called for a technical. So Kirby is now going to shoot the technical for Fort Payne. Interesting. I've never seen that before. And Kirby bounces off the back of the rim. This is the first one. So Kirby set to shoot the second shot. A lot of S's in that statement. And it bounced off the front of the rim and in. So Fort Payne will now get the ball from the technical. So it's 23-15. Gaston City up by eight at the start of the second period. So Turner has the ball in the middle, hands it off to Cash. Cash drives it down the lane. Cash with the... Miss layup. Kirby fights for the rebound. Cash comes in. Mounds. They're going to let him have it. He falls down with the ball. Turns it over. Fort Payne. Oh, Fort Payne. Fort Payne saying they called a timeout. Refs are giving them a timeout. So, Fort Payne takes a 30-second. We'll take one with them. You listen to Wildcat basketball. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. 
If you want it, we've got it. We want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35. We're here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great financing. So y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844. Alright, welcome back in. So after the technical foul shot by Fort Payne, Gaston City, uh, there was a little rumble for the ball on that second shot and looked like Fort Payne called the coach, Coach Banks called a timeout with him on the floor. So Fort Payne will get the ball back as Ledford set to throw it in backcourt to Cash. So Cash will now bring it across midcourt. Cash dribbles middle right side, pass the right wing to Ledford. Ledford looking to throw it in Turner, nothing near Kirby. Receives the ball top of the arc, almost a steal. Kicks it with Cash in the left corner. Hawkins on the left wing with the ball. Kicks in to Ledford in the lane. Ledford back out to Cash in the left corner for three. No good. Fort Payne shoots three rebound. No good. No good. Cash comes down with it. Cash fighting hard and is fouled by number 20 for Gaston City. So like I said, you'll hear a lot of numbers being called for Gaston City because it's hard to find their names. There are a lot of them. So Cash will shoot two. And he makes the first one. And he misses the second one, but Ledford tracks, Ledford tracks down the rebound, kicks out the Cash on the left wing. Cash drives to the hole, rejected by number 20, thrown into the stands. So Connor. Connor lost on the height, height, uh, height matchup on that one. Harcrow is coming in for Fort Payne. He's coming in for Hawkins as Hawkins comes out. Ledford is set to throw it in on the left side of the court away from us. Fort Payne's moving left to right. Turner has the ball between the rings. Turner over the left wing to Harcrow. Harcrow for three. Harcrow no good off the far side. Number 20 with the rebound for Gaston City. He's trapped by Lefford. Lefford backs off as 20 brings down, passes it to number number three for Gaston City. Back out to the middle. Oh, Cash goes for the steal. Doesn't make it. Sets up, shoot the three. No good. And misses it. And Kirby with the rebound for Payne as Turner passes it down court to Cash. Cash back to Kirby, top of the arc. Arc over the Harcrow in the left corner. Harcrow misses the three again. And Gaston City with the rebound as Gaston City pushes left side. Number four brings it all the way down left side for the lane. Misses the layup. But Gaston City gets the rebound. And it is number four went to shoot, got the rebound underneath, went to shoot it, and Turner for four Payne went up and slapped it away. And speaking of slapping away, you don't want your music or jewelry slapping away. So, Pat, we want to uh, make sure you visit Patterson's Music and Jewelry, where there's sound equipment. They have sound equipment accessories, 15% off jewelry all the time, and they're located in historic downtown Fort Payne, so don't get your music or your jewelry slapped away. Gaston City brings it down the middle to the lane to shoot, passes out to number four, number four back to the top of the key. Number three brings in the lane, shoots the jumper, and it bounces around, no good, and Harcrow gets the rebound for Fort Payne. Harcrow brings it down the middle, left side to Cash, Cash for three in the left corner, Cash, no good. And Ledford fights the rebound, no good, Gaston City gets it, and there's gonna be a foul on Cash. Yep. Well, 
So Cash earned his second personal foul, and it's number five on Fort Payne. So Gaston City is not in the bonus. With five, a little under six minutes left in the second, Gaston City is still leading 23 to 16. As number one brings it toward the middle for Gaston City, pass it over to number 30, brings it down the middle. Big man misses the layup. Turner went for the rebound, lost it into Prater. Prater was able to get it back and pass it back to Turner. Harker on the left wing for three again. Good. So Harker finally gets it. So Gaston City pushes it down court on the make. As number four has it on the right wing for Gaston City. He passed number 30, the big man, for three in the right wing. No good. A little short. And that is Fowler. Fowler passes up to, oh, tried to go for the alley-oop to Turner. Not quite enough. Turner couldn't handle the alley-oop and loses it out of bounds. Nice thought. Turner does have the hops for Fort Payne, but he was passing everything. This wasn't quite there for him. So for Fort, so for Gaston City, they'll bring it down. There's a turnover on Fort Payne. So let's see. Number three for Gaston City has it on the right side as he dribbles around the middle of the lane, kicks out to number zero, zero to the left corner, number one, one, one to shoot the three. Wasn't there. He tries to dribble it in, pressed by Turner. Number zero for Gaston City brings it to the lane, catch, hits a cutting, number three. That was a beautiful cut, pass and cut, and he makes it with the foul. That was textbook. Draw the defender to you and pass it to the cutting man to the goal. So Gaston City, number three, will go to shoot an extra. Because he made the basket. For here on out, Fort Payne in the half is in the double bonus, so they'll be shooting two on every foul. He makes that shot, so it's now 26-19. So guys see it by seven with 4.48 left in the second. Turner brings it across midcourt. Throws it in the middle to Lifford. Lifford falls down with the ball, loses out of bounds, and it is going to be a Gasson City ball. That was unfortunate. Looked like he stumbled over somebody's shoes and just fell down and lost it. Nobody picked it up, and it rolled out of bounds. <clears throat> so Gasson City with, gets the turnover. Oh, I do know some names here. Huff is in the game for Gaston City. He's going, looks like he'll be receiving pass. Let's see if I can see while well, we've got a stoppage in play. Number 20. All right, statistician, I need some names. Ah, Collins. So Collins is in. Huff. And Smith for Gaston City. Huff brings it across midcourt. Huffs moves it over to right wing. Huff passes it up to number one for Gaston City. Looking to drive. Euro steps in, but nothing there. Number 20, oh, number 20 slips. Keeps control of the ball. Nice dribbling maneuver there by number 20 for Gaston City. All right, looks like we got a timeout by Gaston City's coach. So we're going to take a 30-second. You're listening, listening and watching the Fort Fonch and Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Here at all the cars you need. Our local staff is always here to assist your needs. Our 2021 vehicles are in stock and we have options for the whole family. We are located at 1000 Greenhill Boulevard Northwest in Fort Payne. Donahue Chevrolet is a proud supporter of the Fort Payne Wildcats. All right, we're back in. Four minutes and 19 seconds left in the second quarter. 
After consulting with the powers of Bay, we're just going to call Gadsden City by their numbers. Uh, since you guys are listening here in Fort Payne and you don't probably aren't listening in Gadsden City or watching from Gadsden City. So, Gadsden City with the ball up top, passing the left wing to zero. In the corner to number one, none drives it down the lane, shoots the short jumper, no good. Prater blocks out, nice block out, and lets the ball go out of bounds. So, Gaston City ball on the missed shot. Gaston City, I mean, Fort Payne ball on the missed shot. Gaston City is up by seven, 26-19. Fort Payne from here on out, the rest of the half is in the double bonus. So, any foul, Fort Payne will get to shoot two as Gaston City looks to be in a 3-2 zone. I guess to get uh, pressure on the three-point shooter, I'm shooting on Harkrow. Harkrow passes into Prater. Prater's a big man. Prater tries to drill in, and okay, they're going to call a foul. We'll take it. I didn't see it, but we'll take it. So he's saying he got him on the arm. So Gaston City foul. So Prater will go to the line to shoot two because we are in the double bonus. Right now in for in the game for Fort Payne is Turner, Prater, Fowler, Harkrow, and Ledford. Prater shoots a second and hits, so Prater gets one out of two. And on four pain pulls in six. So I did not see how the first game went, but so far, four pains keeping it close. Um, definitely look like they definitely have a, definitely can win this game. Just get some good stops and make some good shots. It's always the key in basketball. Three minutes and 40 seconds left. 26-24 pain. 12 Merriman brings it to the free throw line, takes a jumper and shoots it good. So Merriman hits two. Turner, pass it over to Harkrow on the left wing for Fort Payne. Turner back to Turner. Ledford has it free throw line. Ledford over in the right corner to Fowler. Fowler for three. Good for Fowler. As he drops it and Kansas City pushes it down court real fast. Number two, pass over to Merriman. Merriman fakes the jumper, brings it in, hands it off underneath. 22-22, lost the handle. Turner throws it down court to Fowler. Fowler for the reverse layup. Good. So Fort Payne, some quick points. 28-25, Fort Payne. As Gadsden City brings it across with three minutes left. Number two dribbles around Fowler, brings it into the lane for an easy layup. Good. That was easy for a number two. Went around Fowler pretty quickly. So Turner brings it down, pass the left side to Harker. Harker for three on the left wing. Harker bounces off the front of the rim. Rebound Gadsden City as they push it to the left side. Bring it back to the free throw line over in the left corner. All alone, nobody near him. Misses. Good. Harker trying for the rebound, doesn't get it. Didn't call a foul there. Back out to Gaston City on the left wing to Merriman. Merriman for three. Good. Merriman's pretty hot from the outside. So Gaston City back out to an eight-point lead. But the Fort Payne had gotten closer. Two minutes left. Turner in the middle of the left for Lever. Turned around for the free throw line. Missed, which I think I think 22 got a little hand on it. So Kirby back in for Prater. And Hawkins back in for Harper. Ledford still in, and Cash is still in. No, Fowler is still in. Fowler looking to throw it in. Tries to, tries to squeeze it in the Kirby. Not sure that was a good throw. He had 22 and 12 from Gaston City fronting him. Need to be a little more open than that. Hawkins moves around, and he throws it deep. Deep to Kirby. Gaston City got a hand on it. Kirby tried to save it. Kirby, mm, that was uh, not a very good series there for Kirby and Fowler. 
Kirby tried to save it back to Fowler. Fowler was falling out of bounds. Tried to save it back to Kirby, and Kirby was laying on the court. Went out of bounds, so Gaston City will get the turnover and the ball back in. So number zero, Huff, will bring the ball down for Gaston City. He, he kicks it over to Merriman. Merriman drizzles it down the lane. Kicks it back out to number 23. 23 back to Merriman for three on the right wing. No good. Turner tracks it down. Turner goes around 23. Nothing there. Kicks it over to Fowler. Fowler in the right corner to Kirby. Kirby for three in the corner. Kirby for three in the right corner. 33-28 with a minute and a half left in the second. Kidd has it for Kansas City. Brings it in the middle. No good. Number 23 sets up in the corner for three and zips it. So they just answer our three with their three. Back up to eight-point lead for Gadsden City. Turner eyes the defense. Passes the right side to Fowler. They got to Fowler quickly in the middle lane to Ledford. Ledford kicked it out to Hawkins for three. Hawkins for three. Good. A little defense now. Gadsden City puts it down the left side. 23 tries to step in the corner for three. No good. Two tits it back. Top of the key. Shot for three, no good. Kicks it up, and Hawkins with the rebound. Hawkins kicks it out to Turner. Turner for three on the left wing. Turner, no good off the front of the iron. Gaston City rebounds. So they push it down court with 40 seconds left. Merriman trying to look for another three. Number two dribbles around Fowler. Number two with an easy drive to the basket and lay in over the top. Number two has some good hops as he come around the come around Fowler in the lane all by himself. 27 seconds left, seven-point lead, Gadsden City, 38-31. Turner right side to Fowler. Fowler wanted to shoot three, gives a fake, goes around the baseline, goes in for a layup and draws the foul. Strong move by Fowler, taking it in against the treetops. As Evitt's looking to check in for, probably looks like he's checking, coming to check in for Turner. Fowler hits his first one, hits the front of the rim and rolls in. Kirby comes out. Evett comes in. Ledford's in. No, Kirby Kirby just come back. He's protecting the Snowbird. So in for Fort Payne is Barnes, Hawkins, Fowler, and Evett, and Kirby. And Cash comes back in for Fowler. So Cash is back in. All right, hits the shots. It's 38-33, five-point lead. 14 seconds. Fort Payne needs to close this out. Keep it within five. It's Gaston City with the ball. Left side, left wing to number 15. McFadden, McFadden, left corner, 23-23 drives. Kicks it back out to Merriman. Merriman looks at the clock, brings it to the foul line, shoots, no good. Merriman was looking for that last second shot. Did not go in. So at the half, it's 38-33, Fort Payne. You are listening to Wildcat Basketball. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. 
The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill Antiquity. Open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage 1889 Cafe. Hey, welcome back in. It is halftime here at Fort Payne High School. The varsity boys are taking on the guests in City Titans tonight. Uh, the girls, the varsity girls, fell a little earlier to the to the Lady Titans. So tonight the boys are looking to close out an earlier meeting. I think both the girls and the boys lost the Titans earlier this uh, year. I think one of the first games of the seasons, and the Titans, uh, if I remember the score right, won 90 to 72. I could be wrong on that, but I thought I remember seeing that. I don't know. I can't think that can't, that can't be right as low scoring as they are now. So don't quote me on that last one. So what we're going to do right now, we want to thank a couple of some of our sponsors here at WZOB that help us do what we do, help us put this uh, program on the radio. I want to give a shout-out to Rufus Garage and Transmission, Puro Clean Restoration Services, Thurman's Appliance, Parts and Service, DeCab Wholesale, R&D Flooring, my Supply, Beacon Insulation, and Builder Supply. So if any of those companies that I just listed, if you need in need of anything that they uh, offer, uh, just tell them WZOB send them, sent you to them. Thank them for what they do for our program and for Fort Payne Athletics. We also want to let you know tonight that Fort Payne TV is with us. So we are live and in person on the video screen. So if you have a device or something where you can get the Fort Payne TV app, put it on, and you can see us. That way there's no excuse for you missing any kind of athletic event. You can hear us and see us tonight, thanks to Fort Payne TV and all the work they're doing behind the scenes. All right, going over a little stats. My statisticians put some numbers together and disappeared, as usual. As my son, that's the reason I give him a hard time. But looks like tonight, uh, he's uh, first half, he's got Fort Payne shooting 37%, and Gaston City shooting 47%. So Gaston City uh, doing a better job of getting the baskets. Uh, Gaston City scoring looks pretty even. You got several several uh, players with five, six, seven points. The telltale person though is Parker, number 23. Parker is three for three from three-point line, so he's got three threes, uh, and he is 100% shooting. So I would say the second half, somebody needs to have an eye on number 23 for Gaston City, as he has not missed from three-point line. Uh, for Fort Payne, trying to see who the scoring later here. 
Uh, you got uh, seven, Kirby has seven. Harcrow has six. Cash has four. Fowler has five. And Hawkins has three. So for Fort Payne, not doing a bad job. Just got to get more consistent uh, coming out. Gaston City is pressing full court, so I know that takes a toll on you. Also wears out your legs. And I think that's Gaston City's strategy with the roster that they brought to get you tired because they got a whole other team to play. And another team after that. They got four teams here. They can play four teams. There's so many Gaston City kids here. It's unbelievable, and their roster is ridiculous. So I won't apologize for calling them numbers, but I can't find names to them. So we'll do the best we can here at WZOB and Fort Payne TV. So right now we'll go ahead and take another two-minute break and bring you back. This is Wildcat Basketball. Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from, cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. We want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35. We're here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great financing. So y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. All right, welcome back in as the buzzer man has buzzed the teams back on the court. They have yet to come back on the court to warm up. I guess that's the heads up warning by the buzz man. Two minutes and 40 seconds left in the half. Uh, right now it's uh, Kansas City's leading the home team, Fort Payne, 38-33 uh, in a exciting quarter, exciting half of basketball. Kansas City doing a lot of heavy pressing, uh, causing some turnovers. Fort Payne, uh, I would say, just needs to settle down, make good passes, and find a good shot. Uh, they are, they're getting some good shots, but not, also, too, it looks like number 23. I got his name right here. There's his name. Number 23, Javardis Parker is 100% shooting from three-point line. He's hit three threes, and he only shot three threes. So I'd make sure I have a man on Javardis coming in the second half. So as we get ready for the second half, let me mention Fort Payne Wrestling. Fort Payne Wrestling, as you know or may not know, uh, raises money for their uniforms, 
their tournaments that they participate in and the hotels they stay in. And you may say, well, why is a team staying in a hotel? Well, a lot of wrestling events are not local. They have to do a lot of traveling, especially in the south, because wrestling's not too huge down here like it is in the Midwest and the north. So because of that, they have to raise their own funds. Well, they are putting on a popcorn fundraiser. I uh, hope it's still going on. I know last couple of weeks we talked about it, but if you know of somebody in wrestling or just want to donate to the wrestling program, they would love to have your donations to help out. But if you can't help missing it's, it's Christmas season, popcorn, cheese popcorn, caramel popcorn, cotton candy popcorn, dill pickle popcorn, jalapeno popcorn. It's popcorn. They got it, I'm sure. So feel free to help out the wrestling team, get a part of their popcorn fundraiser, and uh, be a part of, help be a part of Fort Payne Athletics. All right, teams are back on the court. Gaston City's warming up. I guess Fort Payne is not going to warm up. They're just kind of hanging out with 53 seconds left in the half. So with 50 seconds left, we'll take a 30-second timeout right here. This is Wildcat Basketball. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill and Open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturdays. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage 1889 Cafe. All right, nine seconds left in the half. Coach Banks is going over some strategery with his team. Gaston City's on the right, our right side warming up. And like I said, it seems like they've brought a football team, football team here to play basketball. Of course, Gaston City is a large school, so I get it. You got a large school and you got a lot of basketball players, bring them. All right, so Fort Payne looks to be getting the. That's going to be interesting. Fort Payne's looking to getting look be looking to get the basketball to start the second half. They will be moving. They will be moving right, our right to your to the listeners' left. If you're not seeing it on Fort Payne TV, so Kirby is set to throw it in, and Turner will get the ball for Fort Payne. So we start the second half. Gaston City looks like they're in a two-one-two zone. Uh, Cash had the ball in the right corner, throws it back out to Turner between the rings. Turner to the left side to Harcrow. Harcrow for three, set in spot, and sticks it between the rim and the goalpost. You don't see that happen too often, but he stuck it. The ball stuck right between the rim and the goalpost. So that is a missed shot and a turnover. Gaston City has got the ball. And see if I got numbers here. I got some more names with numbers. So Hawkins has the ball for Gaston City. He brings it down the lane, passes it, draws the attention of the Fort Payne defenders. It's number 22, Brigway. He couldn't handle the ball. And Fort Payne gets the rebound, and Turner pushes it and gets the layup. So Fort Payne gets the easy two as Gaston City brings it down. Number 12, Merriman, right corner. He sits over to. Number zero, Huff. Huff back to Kid. Kid shoots the jumper from the right free throw line. Gaston City gets a rebound. Turner kicks it back over to Huff. Huff loses the ball. Cash pushes the ball down the right side. Cash, no, the numbers aren't there. Top of the arc to Kirby for three. He misses the left side. Gaston City gets the rebound and pushes it. Kid. Over to Merriman in the left corner. Merriman shoots for three. Looks like it was blocked by Hawkins. No, Turner. Turner blocked the shot. 
So it's short went out of bounds, so Gaston City retains the ball. Kidd has the ball for Gaston City on the left wing. Kidd pulls up for the three-pointer from the left wing. Fort Payne fell off the defense there and left it wide open, so he just took the shot and made it. So 41-35, Gaston City up by six. Turner with the ball, right corner to Cash. Cash looking to Kirby, nothing there. Back out to Turner. Turner down low to Kirby. Kirby back out to Turner. Turner dribbles around up to the free throw. And Turner with the free throw, with the look to jump, not there. Passes into Kirby. Kirby missed it. Turner with the ball back. Brings it down the lane with the layup, but it is not going to count because Turner is called for the charge. So player control foul on Turner. No points, they didn't give him the basket, so Gaston City gets the ball. Kid will bring it down for Gaston City. Kid all along the right side. Kid passes the left side to 15. 15's McFadden. McFadden back out to Huff. Huff dribbles the ball in the lane. Huff back to Rigby. Rigby over to McFadden. McFadden to. Kid, kid in the left corner, no good. Cash runs it down. Cash kicks it over to the left side to Turner. Turner brings it across midcourt. All the way over the right court to Cash. Cash sets up for a wide open three. Oh, and it rolls out, no good. Cash sees the rebound. Huff brings it down right side against Mc... Huff looking to pass it back out. Gets it out to Kid. Kid between the rings. Kid brings it down the lane right side. Leaves open Rigby on the left side. Rigby couldn't couldn't put it back in. Turner controls the rebound. Turner left side to Don't blame Harcrow. Cash kicks it in the left for Lefford in the lane. Lefford's dribbled in the two. So Hart, so Gaston City with the steal. Huff with the three-pointer from right side. Round out. Rounds out the lane. And how was that? Not a foul. Number two. So Gaston City knocks out Kid. Look more like a foul than a knockout of bounds. Hawkins is coming in for Cash, and Prater is in for Kirby for Fort Payne. Harcrow and Ledford also in. So Turner brings it across midcourt. Gaston City running his zone right now. Not a press man. Hawkins fakes the shot, drives it to baseline. Nothing there. Hawkins finds Ledford. Ledford. Is not open. A reach in with Brig Rigsby to try to get the ball, and it's a top. So that will go to Fort Payne. Fort Payne and Gaston City is bringing the whole other team in. Five for five switch. So these guys, I don't know their numbers. Maybe some of them. Like I said, Gaston City's probably got two more teams here that they could swap in. Ledford throws it into Turner on the right corner. Turner dribbles it back out to the right wing. Backs it up, gets the play set. Turner dribbles around left side in the lane, pass down to Prater. Prater tries to put it up, nothing there. Turner gets the rebound. Turner looking for help. Ledford comes up, helps him out. Ledford hands it back out to Turner between the rings. Turner backs it up to midcourt. Turner left side, brings it down, tries to put it up, puts it into Prater. Prater with the layup underneath. Prater's a big body. They couldn't stop that, so Prater with the layup. 41-37, Fort Payne. Gaston City brings it down. Number three, left side, 
turns around, twists. Number 24 brings the middle against Prater. Hits Prater, and that is a charge. That is big man on big man. Gaston City's 24, and Fort Payne's Prater are some big men. I think they're offensive or defensive linemen. Like I said, I told you it's a football team roster. They're laughing at each other. They know they're two big men. That's like two, two big old guys coming down. Prater set to throw it in for Fort Payne. Prater tries to throw it in, but Gaston City's number three, Smith, knocks it out of bounds. Prater throw it in, throws it deep to Harcrow. Harcrow receives it deep with the alley-oop, and good. Harcrow lays it in. That's what we call a snowbird. Gaston City brings it down. Number one, Harper shoots the right wing three. No good. Bounces out. Prater with the rebound. Loses the ball to number 20. Number 20 for Gaston City has it in the left corner. He brings it down the middle of the lane. He loses, the, loses control of the ball. Fowler picks it up. Almost got a steal by Gaston City. Gets it over Turner. Turner in the left corner to Harcrow. Nothing for Harcrow. Back to Turner on the left wing. Turner dribbles around the right side. Turner down the lane. Turner jumps, pops, good. And he sets it down for Gaston City to throw it in with the kiss. So 41-41 tie with three minutes left. We're going to take a one-minute timeout. This is Wildcat basketball. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. But we want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35. We're here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great financing. So y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. All right, as we get ready to put the ball back in play with three minutes left, it's tied up 41-41, so Fort Payne keeping it even. Has kind of brought it back up to even as uh, Gasson City brings the ball down. All right, number two, Kidd kicks it over to 24, and he runs over a few people, no foul there. Oh, and number two is left wide open in the left corner for three, no good. As Fowler screens out big 24, and 24... It's called for the over the back right here, I bet. Yep, calling 24 with the push, so Fowler did a good job of keeping the big man on his back. It's a second team foul for Gasson City as Turner brings it down with Prater, Ledford, Fowler, and Harcrow for Fort Payne. Turner picks up his dribble left side to Ledford. Ledford back to right side to Turner. Turner left corner to Harcrow, a little high. Turner brings it down to Prater. Prater tries to do something with it, double team. Harcrow kicks it back out to Fowler. Fowler has control of the ball between the rings over the left wing to left for left for left corner. Harcrow, Harcrow for three. Ooh, rattles out no good. Prater with the rerun. Prater with the kiss over the rim for two. So Fort Payne goes ahead. Kansas City pushes the ball down. Number two brings in with an easy jumper on the left side and good. So tied back up. 
as Turner brings the ball down for Fort Payne. Gaston City still in the zone. Harker has it left corner. Trying to get into Prater. That was a forced pass there as 24 steals it for Gaston City. Two brings down with the Euro hop. That was, whew, I'm not sure how you missed that call. That was a that was a travel, but they didn't call it. But they did knock it out of Gaston City. Did knock it out of bounds. So Fort Payne will get the ball in the Gaston City turnover. As let's see, is Rigby is Rigby's back in? Or Rigby's back in for Gaston City, along with Harper, Merriman, Kid, and Huff. All right. So Turner has the ball on the right wing. Left side of Ledford. Ledford tries to drive it down the middle, trips and falls, loses the ball. Gaston City with numbers. Two brings it all the way down. No, tries to lay it up on the right side. No good. Turner brings it down in the lane. Turner with the hops and the easy kiss over the top. Turner with the hang time. Puts Fort Payne back up by two with a minute left. Fort Payne 45-43 in the third. Huff with the ball at the free throw line. Gets it to Merriman. Merriman at the free throw line. Brings it back to number two on the right wing. Number one, Harper for three-pointer, no good. Prater secures a rebound, hands it off to Turner. Turner with 56 seconds left. Right corner to Fowler. Fowler drives baseline, nothing there, but he is fouled by number zero, Huff. So Turner got the ball, I mean, excuse me, Fowler got the ball, trying to come baseline under the goal. He's, he was fouled. Cash comes in for Harkrow. And number 15, McFadden checks in. He's checking in for number one, Harper. So Harper comes out. McFadden back in for Gaston City. Lefford set to throw it in. Look for Cash. Cash wasn't there. Right, what do we got? Uh, they got Fowler with the push, so so he got called for the push. So, so turnover, Fort Payne, Gaston City with the ball, down by two. Fort Payne's up with 51 seconds left. Fort Payne only has two team fouls. Gaston City only has three, so we're not fouling as much this period, this half. Uh, let's see, he just came in. Evett. Just came in for Ledford. Kirby's back in for Fort Payne. Castle City brings across midcourt. Number two, Kidd, passes out to right wing to 23. He got to stay on 23. McFadden passes out to Huff. Huff Charles brings it up to the lane and takes a short jumper and good. So Huff will tie it up for Gaston City. So it's 45-45, have 27 seconds left. Let's see if Fort Payne will try to play for the last second shot or just go ahead and push it. Turner has the ball on the right side. Left side over to Fowler. Fowler tries to pass it down to Evett, but it got knocked out of bounds by Merriman for Gaston City. So Fort Payne will take the ball on the left side, closest to us. Evett sets the one in, looking for Kirby, not there. Throws it back court to Turner. 16 seconds left. Turner crosses midcourt. 12 seconds. Turner's looking to take it. 10 seconds. Kirby steps up to the free throw line. 8 seconds. 6 seconds. And he passes over to Fowler. Fowler for three-pointer. No good. Short. And David with the rebound. Put back up. No good. 
In the three. We'll take a we'll take a minute timeout. This is for this is Wildcat basketball. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. All right, welcome back in as we start the fourth. Uh, looking a quick uh, quick look ahead, uh, uh, Fort Payne's next opponent will be Scottsboro this Friday. And then they'll play Monday, December 6th against North Sam Mountain. So that's the next couple games for Fort Payne as we continue on in the fall basketball season. Gaston City, number two, with a great move. Malik Kidd gets the kiss off the front of the, front of the goal and makes it two. So Gaston City goes back ahead, 47-45. Tried to get into Kirby, was not there, got knocked out of bounds. Gaston City pushing the ball. Number 23 in the corner for three, and he is four for four. Somebody needs to be, somebody needs to be on him like crazy. So Gaston City extends their lead 50 to 44 as Turner brings it down the right side. Harcrow has the ball on the left wing, back to Turner. Turner looking at Barnes, tried to throw it to Barnes, tipped away. Another steal by Gaston City. Merriman bring it down over to 23 in the left wing. 23 for three, first miss. So 23 finally misses his first three of the game. Rebound by Fort Payne. And Coach Banks, Fort Payne calls a timeout. Taking a 30 second, we'll take a 30 second too. You, uh, this is Wildcat basketball. Here at Donahue Chevrolet, we have all the cars you need. Our local staff is always here to assist your needs. Our 2021 vehicles are in stock and we have options for the whole family. We are located at 1000 Green Hill Boulevard Northwest in Fort Payne. Donahue Chevrolet is a proud supporter of the Fort Payne Wildcats. Coach Banks is finishing up his strategium, strategy, I don't know if it's a word, strategium, strategy with the guys as they get set to come back in with six minutes and 53 seconds left in the fourth. Scassa City's jumped out to a five-point lead, 50 to 45. And Ledford looks to throw it in, does throw it in backcourt to Turner. Turner walks down. Gaston City's still in the two, or is in the two-three zone. Ledford gets the ball in the right corner, nothing there. Looking to get in the middle. Kirby swings it over to the left side, left wing to Harcrow. Harcrow to Ledford in the corner. He throws it across. Out of control pass. Threw that one way over his head. It's a turnover by Fort Payne. That's not what we needed. 
as Gaston City will throw it in. Number 23, left wide open in the left corner. Misses another one. We'll take those all day. So he's gone cold. So Fort, he misses the three-pointer. So Fort Payne gets the rebound, brings it down. Down by five. Right corner to Ledford. Ledford over to Turner. Turner to Kirby. Kirby swings around to Harcourt. Harcourt loses the ball for a second. Goes to Ledford. Ledford loses the ball. Kicks across court to Turner. Turner with the ball. Brings it inside the middle. Oh, off the board. No good. Kirby with the rebound. Put back. No good. Turner with the rebound, good. So Turner gets the rebound and sets the ball down for the team. So 50-47. Castle City still up. This kid brings it down to Lane. Kicks over to Merriman in the right corner for three. Merriman misses, Ledford secures the rebound. Castle City right there on it. Paul Payne keeps it as Turner brings it across midcourt. Still in the 2-3 zone, Gaston City is, as Cash in the right corner. But Leffer gets in left wing, looking to get it to Kirby in the middle. Kirby's working hard, but they're fronting and backing him, so it's a little hard to get into Kirby. Harcrow does get into Kirby on the baseline. Kirby trying to spin and get in. Kirby pushes, shoves, puts it up. No good. And he does draw the foul on 15, McFadden. So that'll be their... That'll be their fourth team foul, so we're not in the bonus. Ledford will throw it in for Fort Payne. Kick gets it into Harcrow. So Kirby has it in the left corner. Kirby for three. No good. Bounces out, and Ledford gets the rebound. Ledford secured it. Ledford kicks it to the left corner to Turner, or left wing to Turner. Turner sets it back up. So they're looking again, again, looking to get it in on this 2-3 zone from Gadsden City. Gadsden City's slowing it down. With this zone, Harker will take the three from the left corner. No good. Rebound by Ledford, but Ledford was standing out of bounds. Not Ledford, but Cash. Cash almost with the rebound, but he's stepping out of bounds. So it'll go to Gaston City with a little under five minutes left. Gaston City up by three. All right, number two, Kidd will bring it down the right side for Gaston City. Ribby with the pick, number zero wide open, top of the arc, no good. Number two gets the rebound for Gaston City, tries to get into Brigby. Ribby lost the handle. Huff has tough dribbles it out, gives it to McFadden. McFadden back to Huff on the left wing. Huff to Merriman between the rings. Merriman moves over to the right, looking for the pick. Dribbles around right side, nothing there. Push it, kicks it back up there to Kid. Kid dribbles around right side. Kid looking to move. Kid dribbles around him, goes the middle lane, and the Brigby. Ribby gets the ball, loses the handle, but is fouled by. Foul by Kirby. That's Kirby's second foul. Third team foul for Fort Payne as Brigby Rigby will be set to shoot two. Fowler, Fowler looking to check in for Fort Payne. First one is in. I don't know why I keep calling him Brigby. His name is Rigby. I apologize if his family's listening. It's Rigby. Fowler checks in for Ledford. Ledford comes out. So you got Harcrow, Cash, Kirby, Fowler, and Turner in for Fort Payne. And he makes a second. So Gaston City 
extends its lead to five, 52-47 with four minutes left in the fourth. Turner brings it down, working against the 2-3 zone, having a little, having a hard time getting in the middle and getting open shots. Cash gets it to the right wing, back to Turner between the rings, back to Cash on the right wing, back to Turner. Turner kicks over to Har Fowler, Fowler down to Harcrow, Harcrow into Kirby. Uh, Kirby fakes it, goes in to attack the basket, nothing there, it is knocked out by McFadden. Four pain ball. Working it hard, work, Kirby's working hard, they're trying to get it to him. Kansas City's playing a good defense inside. Referee's taking a second tie shoe. You don't want him tripping and falling on everybody, making the wrong call. Turner gets out to Cash bathroom ball. Two is wide open for Gaston City. Easy layup for Gaston City. So, not, so they increase their lead to seven, 54-47. Gaston City with 3.45 left. Turner between the rings. Turner left side to Fowler. Fowler not there. Right, right wing to Cash. Cash back to Turner. Turner back to Fowler. Fowler on the right, left wing for three. No good off the left of the iron. Gaston City secures the rebound. Rigby out to Merriman. Merriman working against Fowler. Merriman knocked out of his hands by Fowler. Huff gets the ball for, for Gaston City. Number two, Kidd's got the ball near the midcourt. Goes around the left side. Top of the arc for three. No good. Huff gets the rebound for Gaston City. Fought with it by Rigby, and they're going to call over the back on Kirby. This will be his third. It's going to be the fourth team foul for four points. So nobody's in the bonus here with three minutes left, so the fouls have been kept under control second half. So Merriman is set to throw it in for Gaston City as Rigby goes out. And Smith checks in for Gaston City. Hawkins checks in for Harcrow. I guess the city takes a timeout. It's a 30-second timeout. This is Wildcat basketball. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill Antiquity. Open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage, 1889 Cafe. All right, three minutes left in the fourth. Gaston City has extended their lead to seven. Fort Payne had tied it up and gone ahead, but uh, Gaston City has come back on them and now extended by seven. So three minutes left to see what Fort Payne's got as we got Ledford, Turner, uh, Hawkins, Prater, and Fowler in for Fort Payne. Has Gaston City set to throw it in. Merriman gets it into Huff. Huff has it in the right corner. Huff kicks it up to number three, Smith. Smith over to McFadden, left wing. McFadden wants to go in, backs it back out, hands it back off to Kidd. Kidd has the ball near the half court. Kid guarded by Fowler. Kid goes around Fowler. Kicks out to Merriman, left corner, guarded by Ledford. Three on three with Turner. Huff gets the ball. Left wing. Back to Kid. Kid has the ball again midcourt. Around Fowler. Goes around Fowler. Goes against Prater. Hangs. No good. 
Hawkins with the rebound, passes out to Turner. Turner pushes the ball, lost control. Gaston City got the rebound. Huff lost control, but regained it. Kicks it back out to Gaston City. Kidd has the ball on the right side. Goes around Hawkins. Kidd drives the basket, kicks it out to McFadden. McFadden in the corner to Merriman. Merriman for three. No good. Air ball. Hawkins with the rebound. Hawkins pushing it. Hawkins takes it all. He's going to take it all by himself. Lost control. And referees are saying out on Gaston City. So he lost control, but referees will give it to him, give give Fort Payne the ball. We'll take it. Ledford looking to throw it in for Ledford's looking to throw it in for Fort Payne. And Ledford gets it in to Hawkins underneath the goal. Hawkins for for the layup and is fouled by number 22 Rigby. So Rigby. Ruby commits the foul. Fifth team foul. Not the one one, but it was on the shot, so he's shooting two. And he makes it. So finally get the points on the board with two minutes left, 54-48. Let's get down to crunch time. Speaking of crunch time, if you don't want to get in the crunch, go to Patterson's Music and Jewelry. They have sound equipment accessories, 50% jewelry all the time. They're located in a historic downtown Fort Payne. You're getting all this live on Fort Payne TV. And he missed the second. And. and they call foul on Fowler for pushing. So that's his third team's fifth foul. So both teams have five. They still got two more, or one more to go before they get each team gets in the bonus. All right, minute, minute 50 left. Fort Payne trying to press the ball. Gaston City's trying to play keep away like the girls did earlier. Just playing, Merriman has the ball on the left side, just playing keep away. Number three for Gaston City, drives it down the lane, nothing there. Oh, knocks off. Gaston, Fort Payne with the turnover, pushing the ball with a minute 30 left. Turner down to Hawkins. Hawkins pulls, drives it in, tries to shoot the layup, and it rolls in. Hawkins with the acrobatic shot. Coach Banks calls timeout for Fort Payne. This is a 30-second timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from, cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. We want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35. We're here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great financing. So y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844. All right, as we get ready to come back with a minute 33 left, it's a close one, tight one here at Fort, at, uh, Fort Payne as the Titans lead 54-50. Uh, as they get ready to come back on the court, let's give a quick shout-out to a, couple, a few more of our sponsors, Cole Surgical Arts, Westmoreland Tire, First Fidelity Bank, and Twin City Auto. Again, thank you so much for those sponsors with WZOB and enable, enabling us to bring Fort Payne Sports to you. Uh, we also want to shout-out to Fort Payne TV, who's here with us now, and they're giving it live. So if you got a device or something, you can get the Fort Payne TV app. Turn them on. You can see this live, especially this exciting end here as Gaston City is set to throw it in as Fort Payne is set up to press. Huff looking to throw it in, running the line. Gets it into number three. They press. Huff gets the ball back. He passes over number three. They're looking to trap number three, trying to keep a 10-second call. Oh, he gets it across the, across the half-court line. Huff in the corner to McFadden. McFadden has the ball. 
McFadden out to number two. Kidd, Kidd gets to number three. Number three over to Merriman in the right corner. Minute 13 left, down by four. McFadden has the ball, kicks into Merriman. Nobody's got him. Merriman comes in for the spin layup. Nobody had, nobody counted for Merriman. Made the easy two. 56-50 with a minute left. Turner to Fowler, left wing. Fowler drives middle lane. Fowler with the jump shot blocked by McFadden. Looked clean, but they're going to call the foul. So number 15, McFadden. We'll call a foul. So Fowler will go to shoot two with 50, about 57 seconds left. A little under 57. Fort Payne down by four. Fowler first one good. Nothing but net. Turner and Prater go back for Fort Payne. Stop the, stop the quick break. Snowbirds. Fowler's second is up and rolls in off the front of the rim. So Fort Payne back to four. Gaston City pushes down the court. And a quick foul by, looks like, Turner. Let's see what we got. Yep, Turner with the quick foul. That's now six. So the next one is, next one will go into the bonus. So, so fouls from here on out, both teams. Next fouls for either one of them will shoot the bonus. Merriman looking to throw it in. Gets it over to Huff. Huff trapped in the corner. Huff, that's number three. Number three had a clean layup but chose to bring it back out and gets in the huff for the easy, no look. Mm. Gets the layup and the foul from Prater. So that's a, could be a three-point play for Gaston City. Nobody's accounting for the back doors. And again, they're wide open underneath. So 45 seconds left, six-point lead now for Gaston City. Kirby is in for Prater. And Huff is set to shoot the bonus shot. And it is in. So they go up by five. 59, no, seven. 59 42. Fort Payne's got to score quickly as Turner brings it down. Ledford in the right corner for three. Ledford no good. And gets to see the rebound. And it is uh, Turner and uh, Kirby try to get the foul. They do on Rigby. So Rigby's going to go to the line to shoot. One. That's four on Kirby now. Eighteen fouls for Fort Payne, so he will shoot a one and one with 35, 30, almost a little under 36 seconds. I officially call that 36 seconds. So Kirby at the free throw line. All the Gaston City's players are back. Nobody's left to rebound except Kirby if he misses. So we need to miss here and a quick shot from Fort Payne. Kirby's first shot up, and it's in. So he hits the one and one. He gets to shoot another one. Puts him up by eight with 35.9 seconds left in the game. And it goes out, rolls out. So Turner pushes the ball with 34 seconds left. Turner brings it to the top of the arc, tries to throw it over to Ledford. Knocked out of bounds by McFadden for Gaston City. So... Nope, I'm sorry, it's not, he did not knock it out of bounds. Fort Payne just lost it. So Gaston City will get the ball out of bounds with 30 seconds left, leading by eight. McFadden throws it in to Kidd. Kidd is quickly fouled by Hawkins with more of a push than a foul. So he'll go in line and shoot one and one. As Harcrow set the check in for someone. The lead kid, one plus the bonus. 
He'll come in for Hawkins. Nope. Yes, he'll come in for Hawkins. And Harker is going to go ahead and set up in the left corner, knowing that's his shot. With 28.7 seconds left, eight-point lead by Gaston City Kid with the first shot. Good. So Gaston City hitting free throws when they need to. They now lead by nine with 28.7 seconds left. Kid with the second shot, and it rattles out. So Turner pushes it with 26 seconds. Turner dribbling down the lane, kicks over to Harcrow. Harcrow throws it away to Kid. Kid all by himself, and Fowler with a clean block, but he throws it back into Rigby. Rigby kicks over to Merriman with 40 seconds, 12 seconds. That's going to do it. 10 seconds left, 61-52, 7. That's going to do it here. Fort Payne boys are going to fall short against Gaston City for the second time this year, this fall. And that's the final. So Gaston City wins 61-52.